welcome to the week one preview of ASI Primetime. I'm your host, Billy, joined by Jopo. What is going on, my friend? Hello, Billy. Nice to be back. Very excited for week one NFL and, more importantly, fantasy. We are one day away, so to keep things brief, let's get into it. We're going to preview all of the matchups. We're going to get into our NFL picks at the end. And again, that combination of fantasy picks as well as the NFL picks against the spread will go into the pick and the loser will be attending that WNBA game of their choice. Have you put in any thought as to which team you're favoring as far as we're going to go or any thoughts at all? Um, I'm definitely not going to find myself in the shithole that is Philadelphia. So anywhere Again, I'm else. I'm not sure if they have a team. <laughs> Did you tell me this last week too? No, well, I'm just I, I just assume. I just didn't look it up at all. And <laughs> Wait, let me see teams. now. All right, we got the Connecticut Sun, Phoenix Mercury. Hmm. No, doesn't look like they. Uh, it looks like people are expanding into Philly or thinking about it, but no WNBA. Team. No buyers. Hussers. I'm just surprised because it's such a it's such a liberal city, you know. And I know Tom loves the city because of that. I mean, he'd be courtside every. Yeah. He'd be the celebrity, the celebrity fan, the Jay Z, if you will. <laughs> yeah, he'll be the first person to buy courtside seats. Fun fact, I think Darren Waller's wife is on the Las Vegas Aces, and uh, what's his name? McDaniels doxed his wedding, and that kind yep. of put a strain on the relationship, and we're lucky Do enough you think to have he, him. Like, was he embarrassed that he was marrying someone in the WNBA? I don't or know. Or was he just I, mad? Like, I doubt that. I think he was probably just looking for I think he was just like, excuse. I want to get out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just like, I want to get the fuck out of here. Send me to Daniel Jones. Yeah, it's not like people were just running up on his wedding because yeah. the date got leaked but oh shit darren waller got married this week i gotta like, fly out literally no one ever has said that except for me after he becomes tight end one with Kinky yeah. kelsey coming through hey it might happen but yeah without further ado let's get into it the first matchup we have troy versus muller we're going to do it a little differently this year just to kind of keep things organized and fair across the board. We're going to go position by position. That way, every team gets their burn. So let's start it off. Deshaun Watson against Cincy versus Tua against the Chargers. My initial thoughts? It'll be interesting. I think both will score a good amount of points. I mean, Cincy, Definitely good defense agree. historically, but a lot of turnover within the secondary. Of course, Eli Apple on the other side of the ball in Miami. But, yeah, I, I'm not sure how... Will Deshaun kind of turn it around this year? And then on the other, on the flip side of that, I expect that Chargers-Dolphins game to just be the shootout of the week. So I am yeah, expecting a lot I, of points. Yeah, I agree with you. And, yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, I don't... I, I think we touched on this last... Last week, but I would just be shocked if Deshaun Watson isn't good again this year. Don't you? I think there's a world where he's not quite Houston. I think that's honestly likely, but I don't think there's a world where he's as pathetic as he was last year, personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll, you know, consent or not try and impose his will on the Cincinnati defense, but... I just, I just think Cincinnati's defense isn't as good this year. I don't know how else to, you know, describe it. And I do think Cleveland, with him a full year in the offense, he's gonna have the full off season. He's not gonna have any of the bullshit going on from last year. 
I would think he would at least, you know, considering his running ability, provide like a top 10 quarterback finish for you this year. And then on the flip side, Tua was kind of lights out last year in games where he could, you know, stand on both feet for all four quarters. So I definitely agree with you that that Los Angeles Miami game is probably going to be a shootout. I just I, I just have no faith in the Chargers and their defense. So I'm obviously going to think that Tua is going to play well. They're just such a joke. Yeah, and the thing about Tua, too, it, it just seems like everyone's gotten their licks in as far as, oh, is his, is his brain soup? I, I feel like everyone and their mother is on it. Like, I, it almost makes me think he's just going to play a full healthy 17 and be perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Like, it, all, all these storylines that are just beaten death over the summer, I feel like typically don't come into fruition. We'll see. But, I mean... It, for the time being, he's starting, he's ready to go, he's going against the suspect defense. Typically, the Chargers are shittier against the run more so than the pass, but still, I, I when when he was out there, he was an MVP candidate. There's kind of no arguing that. You can say what you will about his uh, cerebral abilities, but yeah, I, um, I, I probably would give the slight, like, maybe 5 to 10 point advantage to 2, 10 would be huge, but... Slight advance to Tua personally um, after that. I, w- I would agree. I would say it's probably like a five-point spread. Leaning Tua and also because Derwin James was like chirping how their defense was going to be good this year and they got a bunch of players. So like... He's just bored. That's 1,000% going to be the quote of the week next week when they get like fucking 30 hung on them by Tua. So I definitely lean Tua in this matchup. Um, I don't know if you noticed, Bill, but they're fading their own teams here. Uh, Muller starting a quarterback against his Chargers, and Troy is starting a quarterback against his Bengals. So it's kind of like a catch twenty-two. Like they kind of want these guys to play bad, you know? Like how big of a fan are you actually if you're starting? It's an a emotional hedge. Your team. I, I I don't hate on it. It kind of is what it is. You, you can't you can't fully buy into your own guys, and you can't fully hate on your division rivals. Although Tua isn't. Tua is just the guy that uh, Muller probably wished he had. But yeah, it's it's unfortunate Daniel Jones isn't out there on the waiver wire for one of them to start. <laughs> and then moving on, it seems like Muller has pulled some sort of stunt where he's starting all of his worst players possible. And I, I, I don't know if it's a big F you to us during the preview or just kind of masking his shitty team. Because even when you quote unquote fix his lineup and put the starters in there, it still looks really shitty. So hats off Muller for the four second diversion but yeah Kamara and Mitchell obviously not starting he's gonna go with Eckler and Pollard assuming and then Troy's gonna have Saquon and Miles Sanders what are your thoughts there as far as the running back matchup assuming Uh, that's who he starts total total cocksucker move by Muller here almost to the point where I'm praying to god that he forgets to switch some of these people yeah I'm hoping for a glitch the ultimate Jimbo um (laughs) In terms of running back matchups here, big believer, and I have did this last offseason with Ramadre Stevenson, I'm a big believer that this is Eckler's down year. Um, I really don't, th- I, I'll say it again, I don't think he can run between the tackles that well. I don't think uh, Kellen Moore is really going to have him run between the tackles too much. I think he'll play Mullet or a Tony Pollard role, but I just think there's a lot of playmakers there in Los Angeles this year. And Kellen Moore is like, I don't know. It's like one of these things where I think he thinks that he's the shit and he wants to go out there and prove that he could score a ton of points and how are you going to do that by throwing the ball? And so 
I'm kind of down on Eckler. I think he's he's what 29 now or 30. Kind of past his prime. I, I don't think he's going to be a dominant force this year. And then for Pollard, I legitimately is he a three down back or was he a nice? No, accent? that's 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 kind of my point. Is like what I'm trying to get at is I don't think he's a three down back. When he started carrying more of the load last year, he got hurt. So, oh yeah, he snapped his leg in the playoffs. Yeah, game, I'd but. be curious to see how much they use him in Dallas, um, because Mike McCarthy just has a history of not having good running backs, and he doesn't use the running back position that much. So, don't really love these two. I think I said it in the preview too. I didn't. I didn't really love these two. Um, needless to say, I don't know. Have we started talking about Troy's running backs? Because I would still lean right now. Troy having better running backs. I, I know Pollard and Eckler, most people would disagree, but I do lean towards Troy. And, and you're a known no... Sanders hater, no? No, I'm a known Sanders lover. You don't oh. remember last year how many times I would scream that the Eagles need to run him I more? I thought you poo-pooed because... him last episode. I could have been wrong, no, but yeah. No, no. I mean, probably. I change my mind every day. Um <laughs> No, I do like Miles Sanders. I think he's very good at running the ball. I thought last year a lot of his TDs got vultured by Hurts. And then Barkley, I just think he's going to be still a weapon in this offense. I know you think he's going to pull back a little bit. No. I... Which I don't think is crazy, but he even pulled back, I still think he's going to be, at the end of the year, you're talking about a top five running back, most likely, right? Yeah, I was talking to Proc about this today because I think he kind of is in the Barkley, like, digs-ish range of another draft, potentially the work one with the weird Indian strippers. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, if there is a... a, I'm not fully down on Saquon. I I think the volume is definitely going to be down, and I think the efficiency will go up. So, potentially, that has the same kind of ceiling as last year. I just don't know if he'll exceed that. And then the big question mark always is, is he healthy? He's essentially been hurt half of the years he's been in the league. So, I mean, yes, that's the coin flip there. That being said, I think that I think running it up the middle is the way to attack this Dallas defense. It if we're the Giants, I mean, They're you don't want you don't want to let that pass rush come at you. And then they have some rookies and wet bags of milk in the middle of the defensive interior. That's their one hole. So I mean, if we do want to re- lean on the run a little bit, I think this would be the week. And maybe you get more from Saquon. And on the flip side of that, our run defense massively improved. I don't know if Tony Pollard really gashes us the way that uh, he typically has or just the Cowboys in general have had. We have a lot of depth on the defensive line, improved linebacker We're actually athletic in the secondary and at linebacker for once. Correct. So, I mean, I I, I can see him outperforming um, Pollard. I would agree. Miles Sanders could could outperform or he could out, outperform miles sanders is that what you're gonna say no i'm saying he'll beat pollard and then i think eckler i'll still give the edge you can predict the down year and kind of the long-term things but i mean on like a macro level on the micro level as far as just this week like i i think eckler will be a part of this epic shootout that i'm anticipating from miami and the uh charger so I think it's close to a watch. I might give the slight edge to Muller, but then to kind of transition, I think the wide receivers become an absolute beatdown when you just play the game of who the fuck is Muller going to start. I'll I'll let you take your guess as far as the three that he's going to put in his two slots and his flex because... uh, 
Yeah, I actually have pretty. written down that I have a gigantic edge to Troy in the wide receiver lineup this yeah. week. Um, if I'm looking at it, I mean, I think the obvious two choices that have to be in there, right? I think it has to be T. Higgins. I think it has to be Pollard. I think they're – or sorry, not Pollard, uh, Debo Samuel. I, I think T. Higgins should have, you know, yeah. similar to last year. I think he was a top 20 finish or possibly top 15. I think he might have ended up. So I think that's a fine start. Debo Samuel, I'm I'm just not as high on him with uh, Purdy there. I really think the cracks will start to show for Purdy this year. Um, a full off season of people kind of studying tape on like, hey, what does this guy actually suck at that he went in the seventh round? And so if I'm looking, kind of staring down the barrel of those two wide receiver versus Troy's, I just think there's a gigantic gap in terms of talent there. So those are who I'm thinking he's starting. Is there anybody else you would think he'd probably go with? I think those are the two, and then I think it gets tricky in the third. Is it Dobbs? Is it uh, Juju? Or is it Brian Robinson? I mean, ugh, ugh, ugh. it's right. Yeah. I don't he's think... Got, I, does he have a healthy third player on his team? <laughs> Not that I'm looking at his team. like. I mean, Brian Robinson? Yeah, <laughs> that's it <laughs> according to Prog judy's playing so i mean if he's playing i assume you you slot him in against the disaster that is the raiders but regardless this is patchwork at best meanwhile yeah, Devonte adams that. certified stud ridley i i am high on I, I feel like he's kind of a polarizing player as far as what's expected out of him this year i'm personally high i think indy's secondary is one of the worst in the league they kind of only had a slot corner, and then he got suspended for the year for gambling, and then Philly swooped him up. But, yeah, I mean, they don't have a name, you know, in the secondary. Amari Cooper, I expect big things, and then, I mean, if they link Agreed. up for a touchdown or two with Deshaun, that can that can really carry you to the victory. So yeah, I just love the upside, upside on the there, receivers. 100%. Yep. And, I mean, I, 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 I think Devontae that kind Adams, of... Amazing, sorry. right? So, no, I'm cutting you off. I'm sorry, but... Devontae Adams, like, you got to think, like, he's, even in Las Vegas, like, he is still a dominant wide receiver. And Jimmy G has known to, like, support a wide receiver one, so I don't see why he wouldn't be still good this year. Um, the only concern, um, to stroke Prox ego a little bit here, is if PS2 just locks him the fuck down, which could happen. Not impossible. Not impossible, but, I mean... That's how Troy loses this matchup, in my opinion, is if he gets locked down. He saw him twice last year, and I don't remember it being a, a huge issue. I mean, we can just take a look quickly yeah, that up just to quick. fill some dead air. But last year, I mean, we obviously don't know if PS2 traveled, but 7 for 141 and two touchdowns, and then the other Denver game, Is 9 that the for 101. What's up? I said, was that the game where you had them all in the first half, remember? Last year, he had like 150 yards in the first half, and then he didn't catch a single I think single this might have catch. been an overtime game, if I remember okay. correctly, because I think he might have had the game winner. We'll have to check with resident Bozo Proc, but <laughs> yeah, the, it doesn't seem like the PS2 is too effective after uh, after further review. But yeah, I think in summary, I kind of think this wide receiver gap covers up whatever minimal gains Muller may or may not have from the quarterback and running backs and then tight ends i mean kyle pitts just i hate 
and will never support. And then Schultz. Did you see the beat writers? What they were saying about? Yeah, him? they're like, they're they even down on him. Draft him in fantasy. It's like, it's literally beat writer him. like jerk off season as far as just everyone's an eternal optimist about their team. They've been watching him in camp. Like they love all this shit. If they're down and on a he player, on. he's yeah. fucked. <laughs> Pitts is and I do like Dalton fucked. Schultz. Like I think he could be a security blanket for CJ Stroud there in Houston. Yeah, I, I don't think it's impossible. He, I think he's like a ten to twelve ceiling. Yeah, but... he's a mid tight end. But like, let me tell you about the goose if eggs. Pitts, yeah, <laughs> Pitts if Kyle Pitts last gave year. you a mid tight end return last year, you would have been ecstatic in in hindsight. The, so. the one for twelve yards came all too often oh for me so. i had him in another league. yeah we talked about this a lot last year i had him in another league leap that out um and yeah he was just absolutely dreadful to own all of last year and then he gets hurt and doesn't play so great so yeah to wrap things up not going to go too much into defense and kicker because that's not our job but yeah i i'm gonna go with troy as my official pick yeah, uh, I'm going to side with you on that. I, I kind of felt that when you were talking about it, but I'm going with Troy. Anyone on the benches or anything? Any substitutions? Obviously, Muller is no, 14, I but I think Troy's got a lot of let's see how it goes guys on his bench. So I Agreed. Think he's with Kincaid the right and Herbert. Kincaid and Herbert are guys who in a few weeks we might be talking about more. Okay, that's that. Let's move on to let's do Steve and Corey. Let's start with the quarterbacks. So we have Herbert on the other side of that. What I'm expecting to be a shootout between the Chargers and Miami. I think Vegas does as well. When I was looking at the over-under, I think it was like 51 or 52. And then Trevor Lawrence against Indy. Lawrence, you were kind of a little down on, I think. You kind of thought Corey overdrafted him a bit. Again, Indy, I think, should be very, very terrible against the pass. So... Who do you kind of lean here? I, I personally expect two big performers, but is there a particular I side? I definitely lean leaning? I lean Justin Herbert, definitely. Um, like I said earlier, I think Kellen Moore is going to air it out a lot. I think they have too many weapons there in Los Angeles to not, you know, score 20-plus a game. Um, and Herbert, when he was healthy last year, was awesome. It's just, you know, hopefully he doesn't break his ribs week one, and, and you got to yeah. deal with that for six weeks like I did. So I, I lean actually pretty heavily towards Herbert here. Uh, we'll get into our pick later, but I mean Indianapolis as a home dog against a team in Jacksonville last year that I thought grossly overperformed in the second half and kind of beating up on pretty shitty opponents. At uh, I think they're way overrated coming into this year. Yeah. Um. So I lean Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, if he doesn't give you twenty, then he's already disappointing you from where you drafted him at. Um, yeah, I really don't better. like. Yeah, I, I I just don't like. I hate spending draft picks on a quarterback who can't run the ball that high. So, unless you're Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow, I, I just I think Trevor I was Lawrence. Say, kinda, Herbert was yeah. drafted before, and Trevor Lawrence is getting anointed as if he's as good as these guys, and I I just don't. He's just not there yet. Like he had a few good games at the end of last year, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's arrived. He's Herbert. He's Burrow. He's Hurts. He's not there." Like, there's so many lists I see him in the top five, and I'm like, you guys are fucking stupid. Like, some lists have him above Aaron Rodgers. Like, you're fucking dumb. I, I don't know what to say. So, yeah, I definitely lean Steve here. Depends how bad Indy's defense is. I, I don't think Indianapolis is going to be as bad as they were last year. I think they'll be worse, honestly. 
but Oof, just I just sh- bouncing off that quickly i think you're triggered by pete prisco today picking them for the super bowl did that really piss you <laughs> off or what was that i actually tuned out of the podcast today before uh prisco like started jagging off so <laughs> i honestly vibe i literally stopped at him with his afc picks and I was like, this guy's like the biggest dumbass in the world because he chose literally who everybody in the world is saying is going to win all of these divisions. And like six of them were repeats. No, nah, he had crazy year. shit. He had some like Bengals missing the oh, playoffs well, then, and stuff. He then had some. Washington making it. He had yeah, some then fun I, stuff. I stopped when he started talking about the AFC. And I think the only two new teams he had in were the Jets and the Browns, right? If I remember correctly, potentially. I mean, literally yeah. half the segment was Jaguars focused. But yeah, I mean, I like the Jaguars personally. I I kind of root for Trevor. I'm like a pseudo-ish Clemson fan. I have a buddy who went there, so like I don't know. I kind of half support their guys. The thing is, like people do forget they were like minutes away from missing the playoffs against like tennessee's backups backups like josh dobbs and shit josh and they got dobbs, like a strip sack yeah to get it and then yeah they had the sick moment but it's against the chargers in the playoffs like does that even count like <laughs> and brandon staley who's just the biggest dumb dumb in the nfl I, he's almost as dumb as uh what's his name out in arizona um uh, gannon yeah gannon like such a forgettable zelda coach. enemy yeah. but yeah Regardless, I, I think this is essentially a wash for me. If, if Trevor doesn't perform, then yeah, I mean, it's it's a bit of a red flag, but I, I think both of them are going to be between 20 and 25 pretty easily. Moving on to running backs, I, I mean, this will be indicative of Corey's season if he can't win this matchup because it is literally the two rookies, the well-renowned Bijan, Jameer Gibbs, playing tomorrow night against two of the older geezer names in the in the entire fantasy scope in joe mixon and aaron jones i i expect Corey to win but i mean you got some wily veterans on the other side i expect aaron jones to be leaned on somewhat heavily with the rookie first time or first full-time starter and then joe mixon who knows? I i am a little scared of him he is pretty volume based i don't know if this is going to be a grind it out run game or if they're going to try to throw it around but yeah i mean i lean cory but i am a little scared i mean there's a world where steve just kind of stumps him with these old fucks so what i you have kind a of huge thinking? gap a huge, huge. gap for cory here yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think no i lean uh, there too it's just i i think there's a I, world I hate, where first but I time hate aaron jones you know i hate aaron jones so this yeah. is i'll be honest with you this running back assessment here has nothing to do with more than the fact that I just fucking hate Aaron Jones. So that's why I'm leaning Corey pretty heavily. That's I also the type said of analysis preview, everyone pays for. <laughs> I <laughs> that's love, why they tune in. I love rookie running backs, and we'll get into it more later, but I love this game tomorrow, and I really do think Jigmeer Gibbs, especially with Jamison Williams out, is going to be a weapon for this offense. I <laughs> what the fuck does Jamison Williams have to do Well, because it's like... I. I, I want an athletic freak, you know, like the, an athletic freak who can kind of do it all on the field. And so that's why I'm, I'm thinking that he's going to be used kind of like in a few weeks when Jameson Williams comes back and there's a little bit more competition in the offense, you might see a downtick in his, in his usability or usage. And so I think tomorrow, like, it's just going to be a fucking track race for him. So I, I like him tomorrow, especially if Chris Jones is out. 
Um, is, and then Bijan Robinson, mean, he's, he's a fucking monster. Like this is a guy. This guy's gonna go off this year. Um, so I, I love the running backs. And just to give you like a little bit on Joe Mixon, I had to draft him in our South Jersey league yesterday, and I literally drafted him, and I was like, this is a terrible idea. Um, Why don't you just take another player? Because I just I needed a running back, and I was like, God damn, I gotta go with Joe Mixon again this year. So I kind of took him just because I needed a running back, but I already don't feel good about it. Um, I also don't like him against Cleveland's defense. I think they got a pretty good defense, and I yeah. I still, we don't even know if Burrow's playing, and if Burrow's no, not he playing, is. Like he's ready to go. He's a hundred percent playing. 100%. Okay. Yeah, I, I think Cleveland's defense is going to be pretty nasty this year. Um, and Mixon last year was just so inefficient. He was. I had him. <laughs> you all sound last like year. Jerry O'Connell. So, You're doing the. It was just because he was. So bad. <laughs> he was so inefficient, but he like was putting up fifteen plus points a week because he was just getting twenty plus carries. I mean, so why like, would that change? You know, in theory, if he gets even less efficient, you know, like if he ends up just sucking yeah. dick, like he took a pay cut, like what if he just sucks dick? Like Samaje P. Ryan was better than him last year, so I don't know. I, I just really don't like the running backs for Steve, and it's it's mainly just like past scars and me just hating Aaron Jones. To be honest with you, totally totally fair. Let's move on to the receivers. I think C.D. Lamb against the Giants. I mean, we're starting the two rookie corners. C.D. does primarily line up in the slot, so I think he'll still kind of get the Adoree Jackson assignment. Unfortunately for us, he kind of cooks Adoree Jackson pretty regularly. So I expect a big game out of him. On the flip side, I expect a big game out of Amon Ra tomorrow in a presumable shootout. And then AJ Brown against your your golden your golden god Deontay Johnson on the other <laughs> side. My thing, I was looking at the over under for um, Philly New England. It seemed a bit low. I feel like they're expecting kind of a, a slugfest schlag. Deontay, I think New, New England's defense is very good this year. Name very. like five guys on New England's defense. I can't. <laughs> I can name uh, Matt Judon. Yeah. And Matt Judon. That's who I can name. Okay. <laughs> you so know what's funny? Nasty. I'm they're so glad nasty. you brought that up because when I was looking at all the matchups today, I was like, fuck. I don't remember. I don't know any of these def charts for these teams until we get like two weeks into the season. Nah, I did a, I did a nice grind, honestly working on the power rankings, but... I mean, they have a rookie corner. I doubt they put him on A.J. Brown, this kid, Christian Gonzalez. I've just been told know. from Reddit that their defense is going to be good this year. So I'm just assuming. I mean, something has to be good, good because <laughs> I think their line's a disaster, their receivers suck, and then Mac Jones is sus as hell. On the so. offense, their offensive line, like... It's bad. <laughs> it's It really depends, like... They've like overdrafted like a bunch of these guys, and everyone's like, oh, "And they're all hurt." Belichick. Yeah, and they're <laughs> hurt, or like they're just lazy fucks, like Trent Brown and like fucking uh, yeah, he's... Cole Strange. Like you took him like a third round talent in like the uh, McVay, first round McVay last all year. Fucked up being like we were looking at him in the fifth. Yeah. classic clip. But, so yeah, I know so... their offense is a disaster. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't know how much AJ Brown. I was my worst take of last year is just like I don't know if. Oh, Jalen Hurts could support a guy who wants ten catches, and then he just shit down my throat. Yeah, and then so, he like went off week one against the Lions. 
so yeah, I think I personally think AJ Brown is better than Deontay Johnson, especially against San Fran. Although I will have a stat that kind of benefits me later down the line. But so I give the slight edge to Steve here. But what are your thoughts? Well, we all know I hate CD Lamb, but you're 100 percent right that he's probably going to cook us. Yeah. So that's all I'll say about that because I really don't want to talk about him. AJ Brown, it's going to be hard for him not to have a good game just because I feel like he is used a lot. I do lean that this is kind of Devonta Smith's year based on how they were using him at the end of the year, and AJ Brown was crying like a little bitch when he wasn't getting many targets. But I'm not really going to bet against him having you know, a good season. It really depends on if he's healthy or not. On the flip side, love Amon Ra. Um, I've said it before. I was between him and Garrett Wilson. You'd kiss him. Uh, where... I would kiss him in, yeah. on the lips. Yeah, I love I him. Know. So I think he's going to have a huge game. I think it comes down to, like, what does Deontay Johnson do? <laughs> and, like, how does Kenny Pickett look? Because, like, if Deontay Johnson goes out, then he has 10 catches for 90 yards. Like, that's exactly what you want. But I'm not confident enough to say that, like, I would lean Corey's wide receivers over Steve's, but I don't think the gap is huge. Is as big. So I, I, I lean Steve here for sure on the receivers. And then quickly let's just go through tight end. I mean, I like Fryermuth a little more than Komet. Komet just seems Agreed. like a name that's been there forever and hasn't performed and I mean Komet was there when no receivers were there and hasn't. I took done him last shit. year thinking he was gonna be good. So it's like now there's actual pass catchers. Like, do we expect him to break out? I personally doubt it, but yes, I we mean, maybe slight edge to Fryermuth. Yeah, I mean, Poles, I think, is out to launch. I, I think that guy is just such a clown. I, he, yeah. He gets sucked off for accidentally falling backwards into the first pick and then trading it. Like, I, I don't really see the appeal there. Couldn't agree more. Um, I don't know how Komet's going to be. He has some good games here and there. It's completely reliant upon Justin Fields developing as a passer at the same rate Jalen Hurts did, which I'll be fucking shocked if that happens two years in a row. Fucking kill me. Um, I've talked so much shit about Justin Fields that, like, I can't have it bite me in the ass like how Jalen Hurts did. But uh, Pat Fryermuth, I think, is a way safer pick here. San Fran tough matchup, but... It's a tough matchup, but they're flying to Pittsburgh, and Fryermuth last year was a pretty comfortable safety blanket for Kenny yeah. Pickett. So no doubt, I'd be shocked if he doesn't. That nine point five you see from Fryermuth, like I'd be shocked if he doesn't at least hit nine points. You know, mm-hmm. which if you don't have a top three tight end, like nine getting nine points every week from your tight end is yeah. plenty. You know, no and doubt. that's kind of what he did all last year. He was like twelve points, thirteen points. Like he was never like blowing up but like he was always consistently returning on where you drafted him i would have won like three more games if i got 12 from the tight end yeah. <laughs> instead i wasted a fourth rounder on kyle pitts but moving on speaking of stinky this uh flex matchup right now we got rashad white versus dalvin cook rashad white i just have no idea if he's good or bad he's no just been idea. a name that i just i he, he i mean he's on my fantasy sheet i never considered for a minute taking him i'm just like i'll take a flyer on the the random rookie that he there even is started i forgot that he even started for the bucks he's the like, starter now yeah like i forgot that he even played like 
for the Bucks last year. Like, I'm still thinking it's what's-his-face. Ronald Jones is their running back. Yeah. Him and Frenette. Like, I I just don't have anything on Rashad Wade. Like, And then the thing with Dalvin Cook, like, again, it's a coin flip as far as which Jet is going to score. But, like, is Dalvin Cook in shape? Like, he hasn't practiced the entire summer. Like, is he going to get 20 carries? Like, I don't see a world where he gets more than 10, you know? I yeah, it's a tough defense too. Be, like I, I don't think you're running on first and second down, and then it's not a great offensive line either. It's a bad so it's offensive like, line. It's a bad. It's yeah. So then it's like, I don't know. I have I have uh, no fucking idea what the Jets are going to do with the running back room. Yeah, it really depends. Like, do they come out and the Jets like, are the Jets going to be as good as everybody's fucking hyping them up to be? Like, there's a potential that like they're they are, but um. It might take them a minute, and I don't think Buffalo is the easiest task. Like, I feel like people are sleeping on Buffalo just because they're bored. But I mean, like, they were thirteen and three in an absolute wagon. Like, they're a good team. If I was, they dicked out in the playoffs. Who would you choose? Would you choose Cook or Brees Hall? I think I would go Brees Hall. I think I wouldn't play. My main point is I don't want either of these flexes playing. Like. You got to get Drake London in there, and you got to get JSN if he's playing in there. Like, I think both of these are just kind of not the smartest ideas. I'd say, like, I think on the other side, I would definitely lean. I yeah, that's hard. I because Minnesota doesn't have a great rushing defense. They don't have a good so, anything like, are, defense. That's what I mean. So, like, maybe you play Rashad White knowing he's going to get 15 carries and he's got a good chance at ending up in the if end If they're zone. down three touchdowns instantly, though, like, are they running the ball? Yeah, it's true. I don't, I, I don't, yeah, this is kind I, of I, I think London's is safer, like, 10 to 15. Rashad White, there was a world where that's a two points in the flex. It's just my thoughts. And then Dalvin I Cook, I think there's right a world where there's the it's three or four. Hmm? If JSN's playing, he is playing, actually. I think I saw today. Yeah, I don't see a questionable or anything. I think, honestly, I would probably play Brees Hall just because, at this point, if I don't know who the fuck I want to play in my flex, I'm going to play the guy who I think has the highest ceiling. Um, Corey will probably take our advice, though, and change his fucking lineup and lose this week, which would be hilarious. <laughs> it would be. I, I would lean Brees Hall, but I 100% agree with you that the receivers you're talking about are definitely a safer option just because like they're going to be involved like they're going to catch some passes like might not give you 50 points you know but like if they can get you 10 points like that should be enough to win this matchup this week and this is a close matchup between these two so who are you picking you know i actually had Corey picked before we started talking and then but i'm gonna change over to steve after hey. walking through it a little bit more steve gang yeah, I just, I just fucking hate C.D. Lamb and Aaron Jones, but they're they're gonna make me look stupid again this year. So I'm just gonna go with Steve. Yeah, I'm going on Corey. I'll bet on the running backs this week, and then we'll see what happens. If they let me down, then I'll be very down on Corey if he can't kind of scratch out an edge here. I but, think he's gonna have that flex issue again this year, like last year, where he's trying. I mean, to I, I called that. I called week. that in yeah. the preview. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just remembering that. Like, it might have been a good call. But yeah, so I'll go Corey, put it in the books. And then let's move on. Let's go over to, let's do Rasp and Travis next. 
So quarterback wise, I mean, probably one and two in the league. Mahomes against Detroit, Jalen Hurts against New England. I don't that they won't love this, but I mean, I don't have a ton to say as far as both these guys. They're going to be consistent, twenty-five to thirties probably. Hurts slightly more difficult matchup, I'd say maybe, but I mean, he runs, if he wants so to run like around in a dirty a matchup floor. like that, also just kind of yeah helps him out. I don't really have a huge lean either way but i mean i think they'll both be putting up some chunky numbers i mean between the two i'm just gonna bet on Mahomes, but like it's the slightest edge because like jalen hurts you have the the rushing upside he was fucking great last year the eagles should be good again this year you know unless sirianni's a fucking it's dumb, their dumb, super bowl like to lose don't um, blow it again so yeah i i just think the difference is minuscule here you can maybe downgrade Mahomes a little bit if Kelsey is like kind of hurt, but then downgrade. But even said, it's like he's hurt. he's gonna eat. Like Detroit's defense is not that good. They do have ok- Okuda or whatever in the secondary, but like how nah, much dude, like, Okuda's Mahomes... gone and he's bad. Wait, he, he they traded him? Yeah, for like a fifth rounder to Atlanta. He's cor- a bust. Who's their corner then? Their starting corner. Uh, they drafted a a good slot like safety guy. This I know they Brian drafted. Branch uh, is nice, but he's a rookie. I know they drafted the uh, linebacker. What is it, Jack Johnson or whatever the fuck his name is? Jack Campbell. He's like an Iowa linebacker. Oh wow, of. they're okay. So the... oh, the... I'm th- yeah. I'm talking about Brian Branch. Yeah, so they're defenses i i'm looking at it now like outside of aiden hutchinson like i could not have named anybody besides cj Gardner. correct Johnson, so. correct gardner johnson okay. but gardner johnson is a similar player to this kid branch they drafted so it's a little confusing i think branch is legit though alabama guy like versatile positionless dude i mm. he's very good but regardless, regardless that doesn't change how i think about Mahomes. he's yeah. probably gonna have a great year i, I don't mean, think a rookie slot corner should really defer you too much you know like, it's crazy that this guy is, like, so good that he doesn't really have the rushing ability, and he's still, like, leaps and bounds for fantasy. Yeah. It's like Peyton Manning. He throws 40 prime. touchdowns a year. It's... Yeah, it's like Peyton Manning in his prime or Aaron Rodgers in his prime. Like, you just want him. Um, so, yeah, I, I give slight edge to Travis here. Um, yeah, they're both going to have good games, good weeks. And then running backs, ETN and Pierce I like Pierce a lot. We'll see how long the Texans can kind of hang in against Lamar and the Ravens. I think that's the fattest spread of the week at 10. So, I mean, they're expecting a blowout. You do like the Texans this year, though, I thought. No. I, I, I think thought you liked D'Amico Ryans. I do, but I still think... I, I, I said they're younger. They're more young than shitty. So like a, yep. I think they have nice pieces on, like, defense specifically. Offense, eh. We'll see who kind of emerges as the playmakers. And then Stroud, I don't know. Stroud kind of, he's thrown me a bit on the preseason. He kind of is just fluttering balls, and he's just never really had to make the plays, like rolling out, throwing on the run, which he'll need to do. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I mean, Ohio State is just fucking easy. Like, it's just so easy, and these guys just come in unprepared to actually read a defense like their first well when you're throwing it to nfl receivers every... yeah. like not only just NFL they got receivers, two more coming some out of this the best in yeah. the nfl two first rounders coming out again this year like it it's just a 
You had JSN Alave and fucking Garrett Wilson to throw the ball to, like and Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, yeah. like I could complete a, a pass, a single pass. Uh, I think you'd probably throw four touchdowns against like Northwestern <laughs> if I. I'd yeah, start from you. the one yard line. <laughs> I'd start you over some of these uh, some of these <laughs> other quarterbacks that uh, Muller and company. Or I don't even know who he's got. I'm just taking <laughs> shots. But yeah, ETN against Indy. If if Jacksonville gets out big, I think ETN can have a nice game. And ETN's just good in general. I, I like him. Um, they started winning last year when they were feeding ETN. He's good so, as like, fuck. So, like, this whole narrative off-season, like, was like, oh, take Bigsby. He's going to... Like, Doug Peterson fucking uses a bell cow running back. Like, he's going to use ETN. Like, just like how e- even in Philly, like, LeGarrette Blunt fucking sucked, but he was committed to running LeGarrette Blunt every fucking down, you know? That one year when they won the Super Bowl. So, like, I don't know. I think ETN's fine. And I think Damian Pierce is going to get 20 touches. So, like, he was really good last year on a fucking worst team so like i think these are pretty good running backs especially when you look at the other side and let's get over there madison against tampa bay could be perfectly fine i, I think tampa i mean uh minnesota should put the whooping on them and then run the ball and, should and then piran just seems like the polarizing figure i mean i'm personally low because i'm a Javante backer but agreed I think there's definitely a world where he catches a shit ton of dump offs and kind of gives you your 15 on the upside, 15 to 20, and then you're also you starting a guy that Antonio could. Antonio Gibson. I kind of hate Gibson, honestly. <laughs> I've always, I mean, I just, I have no respect for any Redskins player. Like they're just the one team that I've just dominated my entire life. So it's like I don't give a fuck about any of them. I, I don't know. I mean, Gibson against Arizona might... Yeah, I, I think I actually would. I, I think I would go him against Arizona. Or Vegas is equally shitty. I don't know. I'm happy it's no, not Vegas my problem. Isn't that bad. Vegas is shitty, I don't think Vegas dude. is going to be that bad. They weren't that bad last year. <laughs> they Derek Carr. Yeah, now they have Jimmy G. And they Derek Carr. And, and again, that has nothing to do with the defense. Dude, Chandler Jones is fucking... <laughs> Chandler yeah, Jones he's is out of the- <laughs> trying to quit the team, and he's like your cornerstone defender. I mean, obviously Crosby's well, better, Crosby. but yeah. But I'm saying like that defense and like that locker room in general doesn't seem like it's in a good spot. <laughs> I don't think they're he- they're Josh healthy McDaniels. mentally going into Week One. Josh like- McDaniels doesn't have a history of destroying teams from the two- correct. From the and you're up. and you're fucking <laughs> planting your flag with him, saying all the Raiders aren't going to be bad. In a stacked ass division, the they're going to win like four I, games, dude. What? I'm, you also got to understand I'm biased because I have Javante Williams. So, um, oh yeah, I'm a yeah, Javante, I'm a Javante head. A J- Samaje Piran, I don't know. It, like ideally, Samaje Piran is on your bench, and Madison is a great RB two start in my opinion. I think he's going to be fine. Um, just don't love the RB two here because you're there's a chance. There's a P. high Ryan chance that Samaje Piran just fucking does. Dud, yeah. That, absolutely. I mean, I, I think we're both saying Javante the same thing. They a lot in the preseason. Like, they're going to use him. So, like, where is is, is P. Ryan and Javante going to be, like, Ingram and fucking Camara? No, because they're not fucking anywhere near as good. But, like, I don't know. I'm excited to see what the Denver offense looks like, but I'm not excited about P. Ryan in this lineup. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm definitely leaving, leaning Travis and the running yes. backs as the, to put a bow on this whole thing. Yes. 
Wide receivers, I think, are decently washy. Um, Jefferson against Tampa. I mean, uh, there's probably Equally not a stinking number twos here. Yeah, there's probably not a receiver that I would want more than Jefferson on pretty much every week. And then Devonte, I, I think, is he'll keep pace ish. I think Jefferson obviously still has the edge, but I mean, I'm high on Devonte as well. And then it's a bit of the unknown as far as DJ Moore on a new team and then Michael Pittman with the new quarterback. I think DJ Moore kind of has the edge over Pittman and then just kind of overall in that little circle, I think it's kind of weirdly even. I'm kind of lower on Pittman than most, so I'm trying to take that into account a bit. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a major lean as far as these receivers. The only thing I would say for Pittman's case is that he should be the primary target in his offense. I I think he's going to have a little bit of competition with Alec Pierce, but I don't think there's, like, somebody on the team's got to catch balls, unless Anthony Richardson runs it every fucking down, but... I think it's runs and three and outs, honestly. I'm pretty down on Richardson, personally. We'll see what happens, but... the other side is like DJ Moore, who's like a notorious like he's a great wide receiver. Everybody thinks he's a good wide receiver, but his quarterback it just consistently lets him down. He's so inconsistent. DJ Moore could go out there this week and he could put up thirty points and he's gonna look like a stud and everybody's gonna wanna trade for him. Yeah. Or he could go out this there this week and have one catch for ten yards and be irrelevant. So yeah. like these are two guys who like I agree with you, like, who the fuck knows? I would lean DJ Moore. Yeah, between the two. Like, if I'm going to plant my flag somewhere, I'm going to plant it on DJ Moore. But then in terms of wide receiver one, I do think Devonta Smith is going to have a good year. I do think the Eagles started using him a ton towards the end of last year, and he looked good when they were using him, especially in the playoffs. But it's Justin Jefferson. Like, who's going to lean against Justin Jefferson? Like, Devonta Smith is really good, don't get me wrong, but that's the difference maker in this wide receiver matchup. It's Travis's wide receiver one is just significantly higher than Devonta Smith and DJ Moore. So even if Pittman has kind of a dud week, like Jefferson could very well go out there and put up 30, 30. this week. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. I kind of had written down like two solid ones and then the twos. I, I want to see both of them. Like I don't have a strong lean. Again, if I need to bet on one, I would say DJ Moore has a higher chance of success. But yeah. And then I, I want to skip over tight end for the moment. I want to get to the flex. We got Chris Godwin and then Mike Williams. Ew. Somewhat ill, but I think both both are so ugly that I think they're underrated, I think. I think Godwin Godwin's volume, and I mean, Baker has supported receivers before. I think they will have to throw it a ton, and I think Minnesota's pass defense is still probably horrible. Unless Brian Flores just came in and worked wonders on them. Mike Williams, again, going to be involved in a crazy shootout. And Mike Williams is ill because he's always hurt. But he, I don't see a questionable next to him now. So it's like, there's definitely a world where he kind of has 80 yards and a touchdown. And Would you start Christian Kirk or Mike Williams? Potentially Kirk, honestly. I would start Kirk, I think. He's safer. He's, He's safer, safer but here's the, here's the thing. I mean, if we just want to skip Rass over this, Ras might need a boom. If if Kelsey doesn't yeah. play, then he needs hail marys. So I, I mean, yes. not to skip over the flex a ton. I don't know if you had a ton more to add. But I think the running back 
running back gap also leans towards. I would probably you need a boom. It's like a matchup thing. Like same thing with Brees Hall for Corey, right? Like you need somebody to go the fuck off, and so like Mike Williams is probably your play. If and so is DJ Moore, because like D, like we said, DJ yeah. Moore could go the fuck off. So I understand why Rasp is starting this lineup. He really does need points out of these guys. Godwin on the other side, though, I think I would play. I. Steve, Don't yeah, say Nico Collins or some dumb shit. No, Don't no, start I was going I'd almost lean Mostert and then no. choose between Godwin and Pittman. Mostert's going to be the primary back there. Is he? Do you know that? I, I know 1, Godwin will get six catches. Like, I don't know. If Jeff, Wil- Jeff Wilson's hurt, and Devon A-Chain is coming back from a shoulder injury. Mostert is very much the RB1 there. Yeah, but what's what, what has an RB1 met in Miami since, like, Jay Ajayi? Dude, he... Mostert was pretty good last year in, in his, his uh, opportunities. He runs hard. I, I don't hate on Mostert, but I don't... I think you're getting cute with it if you bench Godwin. Uh, I, I think if Moster gets is... 80 yards and a touchdown, that's the same thing as Godwin getting like six catches. So for I wouldn't 80 start yards. him over Godwin. What I'm what I'm saying is I think I would consider starting him over Pittman. Oh, okay. I don't hate that because I'm I'm a Pittman hater, but I don't know. He drafted him. He likes him. I I, I respect him throwing him out there, but I I, I don't. It's not going to make or break the matchup. It's just that's how I would think about it. Like, if you're worried about Pittman, I might throw in Mostert, basically. Because I know that Let him get a look at Pittman, I think, is kind of his logic. But, yeah, just in general, let's circle back to tight end quick. There's no way Kelsey's playing, right? Like, why would they... No, he's playing. You think he is? Yep. Why? Because it's the first game of the season. Exactly. And he's just a fucking maniac, and you know that he's gonna. If if there's, if he's he can a get fake shot maniac, up, I don't think he's a. I don't think he's an actual maniac. Listen, he's gonna play, dude. He's a hundred percent gonna play. Now, how many snaps is he gonna get? Are they actually gonna use him as exactly? More like why? Why? Unknown. Why would they put him out there if they're trying to win? Because the it's Super just a Bowl? bone bruise. It's not like it's, it's not like his ligaments are in like danger, like. I, I don't know. He's going to play. I, I think, think Jason would be Kelsey foolish, was actually honestly, saying... Um, but... I'm pretty sure Jason Kelsey was saying that he was going to play, too. Like, he was thinking he was going to play. Uh, you're a big listener of their podcast? No, I just saw it on... Uh, They're our biggest like rival. Post. They're our biggest competitor. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, I think he's going to play, but... There's, <laughs> there's a chance he puts up no points, but... No. If you have Kelsey... I have no. Kelsey in another league... I would even as as long as he's suiting up and breathing, I would never ever 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 yeah. bench him. You don't ever. bench him. You don't. Bench and then on the him, other but... side, Kittle is coming back from an injury too. I like Kittle a lot this year. Ugh, this is uh, the tight ends are tough week one. Like these, Kelsey's never hurt, so like this is very rare for Kelsey. But Kittle is always like nursing some kind of injury. Yep. Ugh, this is. This is tough, but I mean, there's nobody like I'm not. I'm not starting Higby over Kittle, you know. If Kittle, no, I don't think up, you get I'm cute with Higby. the. I I wasn't kind of bringing this up to talk about substitutions. It was more so, Rast doesn't have his big advantage if. Yes, Kelsey's that was not that makes up the gap of the RB two for sure. So who do you lean? 
Um, I lean Travis. I think Travis. I said it last week. I think he's got the best team in, in the league right now. So I'm gonna lean Travis. I'm going Travis as well. Not because okay. I think he's the best. So fuck you, Travis. <laughs> All, All right, right. So far, we're aligned on two of three picks, Billy. Yeah. I'll. I'll I'm gonna make my. I'm gonna get my nut on the uh, NFL. I'm not too worried about you copying what I have to say. <laughs> Steve Corey, the big little matchup is gonna is gonna be very big for us. <laughs> Well, as it gets later in the year, I'm just going to start spewing bullshit and convincing you the wrong way and then just fading <laughs> it at the end. A lot of gamesmanship coming up. But yeah, let's get talk about a... uh, Battle of the Morons next? Yeah, so it goes without saying. We got Husser and Proc coming up. <laughs> so to start with the quarterbacks, we got Justin Fields for Husser. Joe Burrow for Proc. One I mean, of the I, biggest gaps of the week at quarterback. I'm huge on Burrow here. Yes. Yeah. Huge. I don't want to spoil all my advantage. NFL picks, but I'm big on Green Bay beating Chicago. Same. <laughs> I don't have them in my. I don't have that in my picks, but I saw. I we'll talk about it. We'll yeah, about we'll it. get to that. We'll line. get to it okay. later. But yeah, Burrow. I think. I mean, I don't know if he has a, the hugest game against Cleveland. They actually, I feel like they got whomped in like an ugly ass game early on when they were kind of just like limping out of the gate. Like it was last four year, and four yep. start. Like they got whooped on Thursday night football. Yep. Um, but still, I don't, I don't know if this Justin Fields. I'll, I'll believe the Justin Fields Renaissance when I see it. That like I don't when know. I'm not, I'm not going to be fully. Times a game. Yeah, I'm not going to be fully bullish on kind of anything. Like, week one is all about, let me see at least a little taste of something, and then I'll kind of decide. Obviously, you got to start him, but, I mean, if I'm betting on who's going to have more points, it's Joe Burrow against the Browns over Fields against Green Bay with a pretty good even defense, a good team. though. Yeah, even a good defense um, in Cleveland. And Green Bay still has a fucking good defense, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 100 yeah. percent and they know him i can name people on their defense you can yeah jair alexander and rashawn gary ah sick <laughs> 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 moving on i guess unless you have anything more to add there no i cannot i, I went i'm gonna pull a kb here i went to sunday mass and prayed on justin fields down this year <laughs> so it's it's only a matter of time dude <laughs> Then running backs, Husser's got Kenneth Walker and Pacheco. I'm a big Kenneth Walker guy. I think he's nasty. I just hate that they drafted another. Yeah, I just hate that they drafted another second rounder. We'll see what the usage looks like. The Rams, I don't think they'll be able to stop a nosebleed just on the ground in the air. That's what Pete Carroll does. He's such a cocksucker. He He did the same thing. He had Lynch, and then he drafted Terrence Rawls or whatever. And then he had, he had uh, what's Who's his Curtis's name? Curtis, his boy, that he loved. Uh, the guy who injured his neck and got out of the NFL. What was his name? They had him and drafted Penny. And then they had Penny and they drafted Kenneth Walker. Yeah. And now they have Kenneth Walker and they draft Fuck, Curtis is punching the stereo right now. I can't think of the <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> he was this the only one who ever would. Daily Dozen question. <laughs> oh, it is. I'll come back to it. But, um, but yeah, Pacheco... I mean the the Chiefs running backs we'll see for now he's the guy so I I think Chris I think it's Carson a, Chris Carson there you go good shit you googled it you yes nailed. I did 
<laughs> you nailed. I said running back. I said 2018 Seattle running backs. <laughs> yeah, just in the ballpark area as far as the year goes. But yeah, um, the, the I like Husker's running backs here, but the issue is I think Proc is stacked at running back. McCaffrey and Henry. I mean, even if you're thinking their downfall is coming injury age-wise, I mean, again, micro, they're ready to go this week. So, I mean, yes. I'm not going not gonna to fade them here. No, I couldn't agree more. I think New Orleans is in for a very shitty season, and they're like kind of – everybody just assumes they're going to win the NFC South. I, I – I just don't think that Dennis Allen is that guy or Derek Carr. And so I do believe in Tennessee still. Derek Henry, like this, we talked about it last week. Like eventually he's going to slow down, but he's not going to slow down fully healthy week one against a team that I think is going to be garbage. And then like, yeah, you're not going to get cute with McCaffrey either. Like the Steelers have a great defense. Don't get me wrong, but Christian fucking McCaffrey, like he's going to have probably six, seven catches. Yeah. He's going to have like, 10 12 runs so like he's he's an automatic like 20 pretty much every week you know so uh, on the other side with kenneth walker i do like kenneth walker but it's so weird they have like such good weapons on offense throwing the ball geno smith looked pretty good last year throwing the ball what are they gonna do charbonnet isn't kenneth walker coming off an injury too in the preseason no he missed like the end of the last year i don't think he's hurt this summer and then Pacheco's coming back from an injury. A little bit higher on him today than I was yesterday because of the Travis Kelsey news. Like, maybe they'll lean on him a little bit more, and he did look good at the end of last year. But I still agree with you that there's a pretty big gap at running back in favor of Proc. I don't hate Tom's running backs, but I love Proc's running backs this week. And then to go to receiver, Husser, Tyreek Hill, Olave, very strong, obviously. Yes. And then Keenan Allen and Christian Watson. I I think maybe your Keenan Allen keeps pace with Olave and then Hill. I mean, as even if you're the biggest Watson guy, I think you got to lean Husser here. I personally Watson am, might not play. What's that? Watson might not play. He wasn't. Him and Romeo Dobbs were both not practicing. So that's interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, so slot Cortland Sutton there <laughs> into the wide receiver, too. And then, Ugh. yeah, and then, ugh, I don't know if there's a flex play. Charbonnet, like, first game? I don't know about that. Marquise Brown with Josh Tops throwing him the ball. <laughs> Tank Bigsby. Dude, you know what I just realized? Proc always has Marquise Brown every year, too. What, what and then is Sutton, he? and then he's, he's just like, why am I 4-11? Yeah, he's <laughs> How's this happening? in, like, 2021. <laughs> nah, I'm just teasing. But, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give Husser the edge in receivers. I mean, Hill could probably it- top three again. Assuming equal gap on the receivers as there is at the running back position. Yeah, which is fair. So, I mean, all things considered right now, the Burrow gap over fields, I'm leaning proc. Let's keep working down. Goddard, I think, is much better than Njoku. Goddard is top five tight end all day. Njoku is just a name that disappoints you. um, Goddard is just, like, safe. A lot safer. And Njoku is, like, a guy who... He can be good, but it's like, are the Browns going to decide to throw him the ball last year? They never do. They never do. Yeah, just to give you an idea, like 1.6 points, 23 points. 
nine points, 14 points, eight points, 14 points, three points, 14 points. Like, it's literally what what week are you going to start him and he's actually going to put up 10 points. So, yeah, I definitely lean Goddard here. Um, Tom probably leans Goddard here, dude. He's a fucking Birds fan. And he's also dumb as hell. Want to talk about the flex? I think we kind of already <laughs> talked about it. Like, Cortland Sutton sucks. Sutton sucks. Ugh. Cooks going against our could rookie corners could be good, but also, like, has Dak ever been able to sustain two receivers? I don't know. Michael like, Gallup for a few weeks. <laughs> like, my thing with Cooks as well as... Amari uh, Cooper and C.D. Lamb. What do you Yeah, have yeah. Rookie, rookie C.D., but, I mean, those are much those are much better than what he's got now i don't know I, I i don't know where i stand on cooks i mean cooks and gilmore they got are like the two best players that like seemingly no one wants like you know what i'm saying like they're these cooks guys that are pretty names, much like but it's like they get passed he's like around an automatic, like almost a thousand yards every season how many did he have last season he I, sat out a ton last no season i think he's he had like, a thousand unhappy. yards like all seven of his years or some ridiculous shit I, I here's one thing. The receiver that everybody could count out against the Giants will have the game of his fucking life. Nah, and he just not reminds today. me of he reminds me of like Deshaun Jackson almost. Like, oh, stop that. Know. Stop that. He's probably Yeah, I won't say it. Never mind. What yeah, let's let's move on past that segment. I was gonna say he's probably better than Deshaun Jackson career wise. Mm, fuck them both. But yeah, I mean <laughs> I think this both. is where Jonathan Taylor being benched is just oof. Yeah, Huster's team is just so ugly without Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> I would start Aaron Rodgers over Justin Fields. <laughs> uh, I mean, you you took Fields high enough, you at least got to see. But yeah, I I think there's a world where Rodgers outperforms him. But also a tough matchup against Buffalo. In summation, uh, I, I lean Proc. I think. I, there's not a yeah. lot to love on Husser um, until I see Fields be very legitimate. Um, yeah, I, I I don't really think he's going to beat Proc here. Yeah, I, I take... Proc's lineup is ugly, too, with no Watson. Yeah. If, if Watson's out, Brock it gets ugly. Him. But so while the running backs Brock. are healthy, I'm going to ride him. Yeah, that's... that like. I had Proc circled, but then I was realizing Watson's hurt, but I'm going to stick to my guns with Proc here. And honestly, I, I didn't know that Watson was hurt, but... Yeah, hamstring injury, that's annoying. Him and Dobbs both both uh, got hurt today. Fuck. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. So yeah, I, I mean, I'll leave Proc, but uh, like you said, I think this is the more on match of the, of the week, and we'll see how it goes. And then, do you want to go next, or you want to do me versus Curtis? Uh, let's let's do you versus Curtis because we have the everyone's what like I don't know how I end up playing Wells every single week, but every single week one, but like it's my favorite matchup of the year. So yeah, we'll save that for prime time. But yeah, me versus Curtis, Josh Allen, Kirk Cousins. I mean, I want him. I don't give a fuck about the matchup with the Jets. I think Josh Allen is still just fucking awesome. Kirk Cousins. I mean, dude, he's going to... As much as he talked in his PMT interview about, oh, I'm going to slide. 
they he's never gonna run do. somebody over. Like he's gonna have a good game. Like he's got Stefan Diggs, he's got Gabe Davis, like he's got James Cook, he's got himself, like he's gonna have a good game and they're motivated too. Cousins, yeah. You think they're, they're not very... fired up about hearing about the Jets? Like, yeah, everybody's picking them shit. to lose yeah. the division and shit. It's like, yeah, they have their offensive line isn't amazing, and like their defense is a little bit older. But like, Von Miller didn't play all of last season. Well, he's not playing week one. He's either. not playing week one. He's oh, god for damn a bit. it! God damn it! He tore his ACL in like week eight. Ugh. It's going to take it week, him a I bit. thought it was like week three or four. Uh, I don't have the it number. Matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that he, doesn't change. They're, they're, they're not rushing him. Here. They're doing, they're like, they have Super Bowl aspirations. They're not trying to. Throw doesn't change him my out thought there. here at all. Like, I'd almost consider playing Jared Goff over Kirk Cousins. I know that sounds a little crazy. Um, I think Cousins we'll is fine, it. but I think Josh Allen will get 30 and Kirk will get Yeah, 20. I just think like, if you need the. I think if you need the uh, quarterback app here, if you need somebody to go the fuck off, like I, I would like Jared Goff here in a game I expect to be a shootout versus you know, a, a game in Minnesota where I think that Minnesota should handle the Bucks. Yeah, like 17-3 to 3 or some shit. Yes. But yeah. I mean, Regardless, yeah, you win the quarterback matchup by a lot. And Even then, with Goff in there. And then running backs... I J.K. Dobbins again. Say what you will about his health. He's healthy right now, and he's going against Houston. I think he'll be perfectly fine. I'm a little torn as far as the the running backs. I want to use. I'm kind of tempted to use Jamal while he's the RB one while Kamara's out. So I'm kind of just like sticking with that. I I want to see James Cook first, and I don't want to do nine bills in case the Jets just. I wouldn't want to do James Cook against the Jets and Quinn and Williams. You know, yeah. I mean, he's gonna get his nut catching the ball, but regardless, so I'm riding an ideal matchup against a good defense. Yeah, I'm riding with Jamal. When when the Bills run into some like dumpster shit team, then I'll start them all. But for the meantime, let me see how year two James Cook actually goes and what the usage and Jamal is. Williams he's one of those guys where Jamal Williams like he's been in the NFL a while but like he split carries pretty much his entire career and when he's had like the shine as the number one guy he's always performed so I don't see why he wouldn't be safe in New Orleans especially because I think Kendra Miller is kind of injured isn't he so yeah and he's I would think he's gonna carry the load and then JK Dobbins last year when he came back from from injury and like they were actually playing him he looked pretty good I mean it's not like you have like some crazy superstar running back one here, but you have serviceable running backs, I would say. And You're on not the other side, it's Najee Harris and James Conner, just two of the ugh. more ugh names there is. Again, I mean, my is running James backs are Connor not good. Is James Conner going to do anything? Like, maybe. Is Josh Dobbs starting? Like, maybe he dumps it off to Conner and he gets some something there. Najee Harris against San Fran, I literally expect nothing. Like... No, I think, I think my running backs Jaylen blow and Warren. I still win. It's kind of where <laughs> I stand. Is... Najee Harris last year was just so inefficient. It was disgusting that he was viable for fantasy. Um, I, I would mean, not he take wasn't. him. Especially, he was viable as an RB3. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> or no, I think he ended up finishing like top twenty. But like he killed everyone the first you, like five weeks. You he were was, like a first he was round drafted. Dude. Yeah, he was drafted as if he was like a a number one. So yeah, he did kill people. He finished um, those Connor, fourteen. But yeah, he's gonna get injured, James Connor, eventually again. Like he's been healthy two years in a row. I'm, I'm kind of shocked, but I just don't love Arizona, especially on the road against Washington, and with a head coach who i think is a fucking idiot um so, i think arizona yeah. goes 0 17 in terms of names you probably have to lean curtis here but i would not be shocked in the slightest if your running backs outscored him fair enough and then receivers i think both good receivers i mean chase is a free kind of a wash i think kind Diggs will be fine i like yeah, I, I'm. I am the the does head case sauce, aspect. Does sauce shut him down though? That's that's the question. Uh, How did he do he last, did last year, year? I don't know if he'll line up against him constantly, but so he had six point seven the one game and then fourteen point three the other. So I mean, not super ideal, but if if he wants to have a down week, I'm fine with it. Week one, I mean, they're not going to play the Jets every week. Like in general, like I don't have the best matchups this week, but on the flip I mean, side, you do come. have Waddle against a dog shit. Defense yeah, I think Waddle Waddle will be so. Waddle will be good, but then he's got Metcalf against the Rams. I mean, I think it's four good receivers. I might even I'll, I'll give him the slight edge, honestly. Um, I just can't name of, anybody on the Rams defense besides Aaron Donald. So yeah, I mean that's it. Oof. And Jamar Chase is Jamar fucking Chase. Yeah. So. I'm not going to bad talk him. But the gap isn't large. Um, especially because you have two guys over there who could easily score 40 points. It, it this The the wide receivers this week is not going to be what should break like make or break your matchup. I mean, it probably will be what will decide it. I think that'll be where a lot it'll of the, be the running. Are. I think it'll be like a running backs, honestly. I mean, we'll see. And then tight end, Waller, Hawkinson, kind of two similar rank guys. I love Waller more long-term. I am nervous about him against Dallas. They have one of the better defenses against uh, tight ends fantasy-wise. But I am just so high on Waller and just really expecting How many times do you think Hawkinson scored over 12 points last year? Uh, I don't know. Go ahead. Let's go, Alex. Four times. Four times? Four times. Four times. So you hate on Hawkinson still? I I I think think Hawkinson's good. I think he's a good tight end. I just don't think that... I just don't think they're going to use him like that in Minnesota. Like, he's not... They have Justin Jefferson, and they have Jordan Addison. If he scores, like, two touchdowns and... Kirk Cousins Hawkinson stack kills me. I'll be really fucking pissed. Like, I mean, <laughs> right that's off the fair, bat. but I would I'll be so lean. mad. I'm definitely going to lean Waller here. I, I do think Hawkinson is like one of those guys where like he had like that one game his rookie year where he went the fuck off. And I remember I traded for him. Um, and like he's just, I don't know, he's like uh, very up and down. Like, it's whatever. He, he he was literally end to tight end two last year because he had two games of forty points. So I I, I don't know. I think Waller is, is more guaranteed targets and like as opposed to Hawkinson, like Waller is the number one option in our offense. Facts. He is the number one passing option. So it's like playing a better defense, yes, but who's the actual primary target? 
it's Waller. So I definitely lean Waller. Like similar to the running back and right, like the, it's a very razor thin margin between you two this week so far. And then flex, he's got Shahan Dotson against Arizona. And then I settled on Pickens. I read a stat that despite San Fran's defense obviously being um, San Fran's defense, they give up the six most PPR-wise against wide receivers. Um, Pickett, listen, he looks pretty competent in preseason. Even if he's just under siege and just throwing jump balls, I mean, that that works for me. Like, it, it I'm hoping he for like at the end of last year too. I'm hoping for like six for eighty from Pickens, and then more down down the line. It, it was between him and Cook. We kind of already discussed that, and I mean maybe Jordan Addison if I want to get cute and kind of counter Cousins a bit. But I I got to see a rookie play. I I like Addison a lot. I got to see him play before I, I throw think you, him in. you have your flag planted for Pickens going back to last year. So I think you got to stick to your guns. It's my dog. So. On the other side, though, Dotson could be a pretty good play this week. Yeah, I like Dotson a with lot. McCl- with McLaurin um, kind of nursing the turf toe. Um, and in last year, like when he had opportunities, Dotson, like I, I, if you remember in the beginning of last year, I was bitching because Carson Wentz was like spreading the ball around so much. Like you never knew who was really going to go off. But he was one of the rookie wide receivers last year that looked really good. Yeah. And he – he had like some pretty big games. I I just hope they kind of Sam Howell back there. Like maybe he gets more play this year um, and a little bit more shine because I do think he's pretty good. Um, I, but again, I, I I don't I I lean him slightly over Pickens this week. Contingent on the fact that Terry McLaurin is like really not able to play. Yeah, I think McLaurin is playing, but I, that doesn't make me too much more down on Dotson. I think he is very good. And I, I think, I don't know if Howell's going to be awesome, but he's not gun-shy at all. Um, he'll kind of for he'll, he'll be bad because he'll throw picks, not because he's checking it down, like looking clueless back there. Um, I, I think he will air it out. So I, I'm interested to see Washington and see what they do. But yeah, I, I, I think Dotson is a scary prospect. Um, and yeah, so who are you picking? Seems like you're leaning Kurt. No, I actually was picking you because my note on the running backs for Curtis is just ew. Um, so right now my breakdown was quarterback you, running back you, wide receiver Kurt, tight end you, and then flex I have no fucking clue is what I have written down. Um, but you had more there, so I actually ended up going with you. Fair enough. I'll pick me as well, and uh, fuck you Kurt, and then... Yeah, it does suck. I have so many guys going Monday. I'm, I kind of have no one going at the one o'clock uh, window. So <laughs> it's pretty scary. That's always that's always the worst. Like or like when Kirk you have Cousins. everybody go at one o'clock and you're like, I'd rather that. I, first, I hate the way the first half. Like you have like eighty points from your guys in the first half, and you're like, fuck yeah, and then you end at like hundred and five points, and you're like, fuck, I'm gonna lose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least for the first week of fantasy, like it kind of sucks watching Red Zone and not having guys go. That's partially why I wanted Pickens in there too, honestly. Otherwise, I literally would have been waiting forever. But, but yeah, I'm gonna win, and this is gonna be my year. So that's as convincing as as you'll get from me. 
But quickly, let's bounce over to Rivalry Week. Poe v. Wells. Quarterback. Why is this week one every year? Why? Because I, I don't know. I, I swear to God, I click. It's like I click shuffle schedule, and it's the same shit every year, and then everyone bitches every at me. Every single so year. I don't know. I, I don't know how the Wells fuck to change it. I don't know how to change it. It's either Wells or Troy. I don't know what it is. It's like God wants us to play week one. I mean, God's a big fan of the ASI, so I, I can see why. <laughs> but yeah, that's, hold on. Before we go, that's one of my favorite things. Um, what? Was it PMT that was talking about it? It's like, it's so funny when they bring God into it. Like, God actually is willing teams to win their <laughs> yeah. games with Deion Sanders. Oh, yeah. God's a big fan <laughs> of the NFL. He's ignoring all that nonsense in the Middle East. He's, he's locked in on Sunday like the rest of us. He's like, I said we're resting on this day, bitch. I don't have time for your problems. Yeah, but all right, go ahead. Sorry, I, I cut you off. No, you're good. Uh, DJ versus Lamar, DJ Dallas, uh, that's fun, uh, DJ against Dallas, and then Lamar Jackson against Houston. I mean, Lamar Houston has the makings to be QB1 on the week. We'll see. The more I think about it, I am a little afraid of this new OC being like, yeah, Lamar, let's pass it around. Like, Let's take away your best asset, not only in fantasy, but in real life. I'm a little skeptical no about long term, no and I do love DJ, but I think that basically the divisional games are the scary ones for DJ. Um, I'll definitely lean Lamar, but I have my potential fraud eye on their OC Monkey oh, or whatever his name is. Calm down. I, I why because he made Stetson a- Bennett good on like a stacked team. No, it's just I just think Lamar Jackson is. MVP level player, and I, I'm very high on the Ravens this year. I, I do think they're, you know, to say the least, I do think the Ravens are probably going to win the Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl this year from the AFC. I, I think their defense is pretty nasty. Is it? Marlon Who, who's on their defense? Actu- Marlon Humphreys is actually healthy. Um, Roquan Smith is he? Is he missing the first four games? No, no, I'm pretty sure he's back starting week one. Keep keep talking and then let me look. No, I gotta see. No, I gotta see this. No, 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 no. Uh, Harbaugh gives injury updates for three key players. Is he not playing? Because I'm I'm gonna be upset if he's not playing. I could have sworn he had a surgery. Oh, Roquan Smith is Roquan Smith is fucking good, and then they have that dude. But no pass rushers. No. Who's the safety they took last year? The Kyle Hamilton. uh, yeah, they have him, and then they have Patrick Queen, dude. They have a good defense, man. Like, this is the if, best. If that... you're listing linebackers, I wouldn't say they're a nasty defense. Like, secondary they're, and edge is Patrick what Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith and... You got linebackers and, and Marlon safety. are all good. I, I don't know who's on their defensive line, but they were much better at the end of last year, the Ravens. All right. Regardless. For, yeah, keep it, keep it moving. Regardless. They're going to win the Super Bowl because they're offense, too. Because I just think Lamar is going to have a great year. I think Odell is actually going to be, you know, a good wide receiver this year. Not, like, game-breaking, but I do think he's going to be pretty good. And I think this is the first time Lamar is, like, surrounded by weapons, like, besides Mark Andrews. Like, he's got Bateman, he's got Zay Flowers, he's got Odell, he's got Mark Andrews, and he's got J.K. Dobbins, okay? Like, if there's a year where Lamar is going to match his MVP season, it's going to be this year. Fair enough. Yeah, the the pass catchers are there, but I'm just scared that 
that's not what makes Lamar good. Like, I don't think it was the lack of pass catchers that ever hindered him. Like, the, the rushing ability is Lamar. I mean, who, who has he had that's a good wide receiver? I don't know, like Hollywood Brown? Like, I don't know. <laughs> and he and he was good when he had Hollywood, Hollywood yeah. Brown at his best seasons with Lamar. <laughs> but his receivers have been, like, Hollywood Brown, who got traded away, and Mark Andrews. Like, he's had Rashad Bateman. He's had, uh, what's his fucking name? Duvernay? Uh, Duvernay. That's like, my dog. I've been had, waiting for him to break out had, for years. He hasn't had, like, some crazy stable of wide receivers. I know, there. I know, like, I know. This is by far his best offense. No doubt, no doubt. But regardless, I, I'm still leaning Lamar, but like I said, I just have my eye on it. And I, I'll still have my eye on it, even if he fucking it's dices a very, up Houston. <laughs> the it's first a very time slight coach. edge to me, though. I, I, let me talk about Daniel Jones. It's a very slight edge to me. Yeah, like, there's yeah, another Lamar, MVP across the way. Yeah, I think Lamar <laughs> puts up 50 this week, and Daniel Jones... Moderate, like, moderate projections, 42. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly in line with what I was thinking. God, Wells is going to beat me this week, isn't he? He's <laughs> fucking cocksucker. And then running backs, he's got Josh Jacobs and Stevenson. You've got Chubb and Javante. I see it as kind of two alphas and two, like, nice twos with Jacobs and Chubb. Jacobs, all the bullshit is sorted out of the way. Chubb... Could very well be RB1. Very high on him. And then Javante and Stevenson. Javante, we'll see how he looks healthy. More of a question mark on my end, I would say. But Stevenson, apparently, they're leaning on Zeke at the goal line. So who knows how effective he is. Who cares? Stevenson could catch like 15 Yeah, you love it. (laughs) You know. I don't know why you don't just draft him and and, Javante. What's his name? Deontay Johnson. All these guys you suck off every week. Why aren't they on where your I'm team? trying to where I'm trying to draft them, like they're just they're gone. <laughs> they're, they're gone usually. So yeah, I, I I like Stevenson a lot. I I think he's very good. He slowed down a little bit at the end of last year, but Ezekiel Elliott fucking sucks dick. Like if they fucking play Ezekiel Elliott over Madre Stevenson, like it Bill Belichick deserves to get run out of town. Well, I don't think he's going to get ran out of town, but yeah, I, I agree with your testament. If they have another bad year this year, like he's actually going to be on the hot seat, I think, going into next season. Really? <laughs> you think yes. that? Yes. Okay. The NFL is very much of what have you done for me lately, League, and he hasn't done anything in, what like is it, four, four years, years now? But he yep. has six Super Bowls. <laughs> like... How many years after... Tom Coughlin's last Super Bowl to get fired four years. He didn't have six. Yeah, but still won two Super Bowls. All right. <laughs> we'll see. How about Doug Peterson? A year after he won a Super Bowl, he got fucking canned. Yeah, I mean, Philly's not exactly the standard of... For, uh... Regardless, I, Bill Belichick being on the hot seat, potentially if they have a bad season... Is, uh, I'm gonna I'm know, gonna bring this up happen. when he's not fired. They could go zero well, and seventeen. I don't, and he wouldn't be I don't fired. think the Patriots are gonna be bad enough this year to to be only if they guy. play Ezekiel think. Elliott over your boy. Only if they play Ezekiel Elliott got over Andre Got it. Got it. Got it. He's a fucking monster. All right, let's move to receivers. You got Garrett Wilson and Tyler Lockett, and then he's got D Hop, and then Turf Toe Terry McLaurin, and he's got hamstring riddled cooper cup out. cooper cup yeah he's already out i don't know if you saw i actually wrote down like wells quite literally only has like 
two, one healthy wide receiver. I literally team. said this last week. I said he has yeah. the most injury-prone receivers of all time. And you're like, well, Hopkins might be good. <laughs> like, well, I still do think Hopkins might be good, but bad week for Wells in terms of injuries. But like, this is. I like, think Terry's playing. Knowing my luck, whenever it comes to me and Wells, like it's. I think I have the edge in the regular season series because I looked it up last year, but like it's always like an eighty-nine to eighty-seven win. Like it's never like a fucking yeah. It's always a snooze fest, and like this is the week where it's like, damn, I got a really big advantage at wide receiver. I think, and then it like all of our wide receivers end up busting. We'll see if it's massive. I I think Garrett Wilson's the best one out of the four, but I mean. I we'll see how limited Terry is. But, I mean, Terry against Arizona is pretty fucking easy. Like Agreed. It, it really depends on, like, hey, And then D-Hop Lockett, pretty snap. wash. If not, I don't, I don't no, know. Lock, I, I guess. You're the D-Hop guy, but you're also the Lockett guy. Well, I'm also a Lockett guy, too. I'm very big on both. You both have your purity rings. I think that's a wash. I'd agree with you. I think that's a wash. So, I don't know. I mean, like I said, Garrett Wilson's the dog out there, but he's got the tough matchup as well while everyone else has cupcakes. If he Um, ends up having to bench Terry McLaurin for Rondale Moore or Michael Thomas, I'm going to feel very good about Yeah, understandable. I I think it's not close if that happens. Yes. Moving on, Engram and Andrews. What's up with Ingram? I mean, I mean, what's up with Andrews? I see the questionable. I see he's, he's he was practicing. Yeah, he was practicing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess my fear with Andrews is just with all those receivers. Is he still the guy, or was he just the guy because he was the only guy? Ingram, I, I'm not insanely high on. I mean, they have more pass catchers there now too. So I mean, I don't know if Ingram kind of repeats the year. Indy pass D very bad. Houston potentially better he didn't have some outs he didn't even have some outstanding year either he had like five good weeks yeah and they gave him a mega contract so yeah good, like, good luck jacksonville enjoy that i don't know i mean i fucking hate evan ingram he single-handedly lost us multiple games which kind of almost helped us because it got judge and Shermer fired but i don't um i'm never gonna it didn't feel good at the time i'm dropping that one against philly on the daniel jones fall is yeah that hurts (laughs) that really hurts yeah so i definitely lean me at the tight end position yeah i'll I'll give you the i i I do want to see again how baltimore looks but yeah i mean i think this is the coming out party where kind of everyone scores i imagine um so yeah, I'll go. They with you love there. starting hot too. Lamar loves. They going always out week score one forty and... like week one. I yeah, feel. he loves going out there and putting up a shit ton. Of I was I was heavily two, considering the minus ten as one of the picks next, but did not. A little spoiler, and then flex. He's got acres for the time being because again he does not really have receivers. Acres did finish strong, and I mean again he's healthy right now. We'll see how he does against Seattle, and then you got Mike Evans against Mini. I mean, yeah, a, a I, slight edge to you, but I, I don't think it's massive personally. No, I don't either, um, especially because Evans is kind of pissed with Tampa Bay right now. Yeah, is is he um, playing? He gave a, a, I think, a Saturday deadline, so something to monitor. If he doesn't play, I'm probably going to start Van Jefferson. Ugh. You should do Flowers. 
be a legend. I, I, you know, maybe I will because uh, Zay Flowers, you and Tomo talked him up so much this offseason that, you know, I was kind of thinking he was going to be a giant. I have him in two of my three leagues, and then the one where I don't, I have Jordan Addison. I mean, they're both really good, I think. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. Um, I, I, I think slight I edge to you because it's a, a receiver over Acres, but I don't think Acres is bad. I think Acres will give you twelve to fifteen. I have no idea what the Rams are going to look like either. Like I think bad. Everyone assumes bad, but, like, I don't know. Like, There's no players on the team, dude. Like, it's all, like, UDFAs and shit, like. I know, but, I mean, Sean McVay's a pretty good coach. He Stafford's was when he had talent, like. Yeah, but, I mean, Jeff Fisher had that same fucking talent and couldn't go better than 7-9, and nine, so. You know, like, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see how the rams are this year and i'm curious to see how the seahawks are too because they definitely overperformed last year you think i think the seahawks are good i think they're a sleeper i don't know i i really don't they I like, like their nfc defense. west i like their the nfc playmakers. west i'm not really sure who's that corner they got last year the seahawks that was good the rookie guy that they started Tariq all year Warren, and then they just took one yeah. in the top five as well and then who are they have on the defensive line? Didn't they sign somebody? Mm, I don't know about. Or they draft somebody? Signing. I can't wait till after week one and I can like be like, oh shit, these guys are on this team now. <laughs> yeah. The new face, same place or whatever, or whatever the fuck it is. It's getting late, but yeah, I think overall I will go. What did I have written written down? I picked you. Just to be nice and kind of uh, shake hands week one. Yeah, yeah, I pick me as well. All right, so that is all the matchups for fantasy, and we'll see how it goes. The only one we're not aligned on is Corey and Steve. Yeah, there. I literally going to be more parity now as it goes, but yeah, (laughs) that's literally going to make or break. Yeah, we might have made a horrible pick on where we just talk for 15 minutes come to a consensus and then just pick the same shit every week so like i said i'll start diverting next week we'll put our i'll put my picks in in the spreadsheet first i got them written down in the notes app i didn't change shit the only one i changed was actually it's a good thing i changed it because i originally had Corey and talking about it switched me over to steve (laughs) (laughs) or we would have been aligned on every single one (laughs) that's how it goes it's gonna come down to the nfl so yeah (laughs) so let's get into that hit hit me up for uh mark andrews (laughs) let's get into that let's get your first pick give me your first nfl with uh, a little logic and rationale okay there's quite literally no logic besides football's back tomorrow, and I want to see as many points as possible. So I'm taking over over, over 52 and a half Lions <laughs> Chiefs. Chris Jones is going to play. It. Lions defense fucking sucks dick. Like both teams are going out there like with something to prove. The Lions are like everyone's off season darling, and like hey, can they actually live up to the hype? They have great weapons on offense. Like they have Gibbs, they have fucking Amon Ross St. Brown. Like they should do something. And then on the flip side, it's the fucking Chiefs. And even with Kelsey Hurt, like he could go out there and score 35. So very much looking forward to tomorrow. 
probably not going to hit on the over because I always feel like in the beginning of the NFL season, the defenses are a little bit further along um, and they're just a little bit more ready for week one um, while the offenses are trying to kind of figure out their tune. But I want points. I am fucking excited for NFL and fantasy to be back. And I want to see a lot of points tomorrow. All right. Bouncing off that nice segue, a game where there will be no points Panthers Falcons under thirty nine and a half. I expect an absolute Ugh. snoozer, horrible Ugh. game. I want red zone under to never. Desmond Ritter. <laughs> I want Desmond red Ritter zone to never go over there. I expect the Panthers cannot pass block. They cannot run block. I I don't think they're gonna score shit. Falcons are gonna run the ball. I mean, they're both gonna try to run the ball. The clock's gonna be running. No points. Divisional rivals know each other. This is going to be like 13 to 7, and I can't wait for it. Under 39.5. Lock it in. Football Panthers, stack. Falcons, under 39.5. Ew. Book it. I almost went under with this Chiefs Lions game, but I was like, fuck that. <laughs> I, I'm going for the ugliest under possible. Give it to me. Yeah, that is fucking gross. Okay, so going off of a gross pick, I got some two gross picks coming up, actually. Oh, are we snake drafting? Um, Go ahead. <laughs> this is what we love, Bill. And these lines, by the way, uh, they, we'll plug it. I got my lines courtesy of BetMGM. So and this is the last week we're that. plugging it without a sponsor. So Agreed, agreed. Send it so, away. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Colts plus five. I just... I think the Jaguars are very overrated. I think nobody has any fucking idea what this Colts offense is going to look like. And I love home divisional dogs. Week one, Like, it's week one home divisional dog. Like, the Colts have everything to play for. And the Jaguars are coming in with, like, oh, we're, we're going to be – we're winning the AFC South. Like, this is our division to lose. Like – darlings of last season they started fucking three and seven and they fucking stumbled into the playoffs and beat the dog shit chargers let's calm down about jacksonville here colts plus five don't overthink it home dog it started at three and a half so i mean it's moving in the opposite direction well, but I, also didn't favoring to, you. I did not need to know that <laughs> <laughs> no because literally all the stuff i had written down moved in the direction i wanted but also like wait not... it's three and a half now no when i looked on espn on like monday it was three and a half i was like oh i'm gonna lock okay. that in but yeah um i don't hate it I, I think it's moved a good amount and and yeah we'll see i i think the jags hype is getting a little out of control as well so uh, i don't hate the pick at all Mo- speaking of hype out of control justin fields out of control the Packers just always beat the Bears. I expect them to beat them again. I saw this at two when it started. Now it's at one, regardless. I think it was feeling... minus one on that MG. No, I got Packers plus earlier. one. I, I looked this. Plus one? Yeah, Well, plus no, one. I meant They're Bears on minus one. Bears minus one, sorry. So, yeah, plus I'll one. take that. Um, Packers plus one. I like that pick a lot, Billy. I was run the ball. very much so thinking that. Run the ball, play defense, win the game, beat the Bears. That, that's what the Packers will do. Jordan Love, I don't expect him to need to do much. I just think the Packers just know how to beat the Bears. I don't care who's back there. Rodgers wasn't lighting the world on fire last year, and he handled them fine. Um, Two times he handled them fine. Packers locking in. Yes, I agree. And then continue. Wow, we're choosing. Like Besides this Lion Chiefs over, we're choosing some. This is how you know we're degenerates. 
This is how you know Hustler's rubbing off on us. Yeah, and winners. I was yeah. going to do some like first half shit and get really <laughs> annoying, but I was like, I'll, I'll so, start slow. So, to round out the stinky picks that we've had so far, I'm going to finish with Patriots. I saw it on Bet at MGM, Patriots plus four. So it gets me over a three. I just think this is, hey, I've been talking shit about Nick Sirianni all off season, and I think this is a coach diff. Um, so I'm really thinking that Patriots, new offense, uh, Bill O'Brien, big, dumb white guy, like maybe him and Mac Jones will figure out how to like score more than 17 points. And, you know, Patriots keep it close at home against the team coming off a Super Bowl hangover. Like, uh, it's just, you're giving me Bill Belichick at home week one has had three months to prepare. Um, and everybody's doubting the Patriots. So give me Patriots plus four against the team in the Eagles who yeah I, I think they're still going to be good this year but I just don't think he's half the coach Bill Belichick is yeah I mean we have the exact same idea slightly different bet I got Eagles Pats under 45 I expect the schlog okay. I like that plus is it 45 exactly 45 exactly okay. I expect the schlog even if the birds do come out and starts them um, I expect them to run it in the second half I, I just don't see the Patriots going over in the 20. Half, the, the birds disappear in the second in the half. Second half. I, I expect, yeah, I, I think it'll be a nice 24 to 20 little screw you under to start the year. Um, Super Bowl hangover may or may not exist. I hope it does. Um, regardless, I, I think it'll be a, a slower game. Um, no one really fully emptying the playbook and i mean i don't know if the patriots fully can so i will lock that in two unders and a packers plus one for me and those are my Ugh. picks <laughs> wow these are some oof this is but like the worst part about it is i'm like damn i really like these picks like <laughs> i'm winners. reading your picks i'm reading your picks and i'm like yeah i could get behind all of these <laughs> <They're nice. laughs> honestly i i want i'm surprised none of us the giants it moved from three and a half to three and then the other one i was looking at was jags three and a half but when i saw five i was like all right fuck that um no interest in commanders minus seven i thought that was crazy yeah i saw that i, I was think like, the cards suck but i'm like, line, I'm, not, like... I'm not trusting them to beat anyone by a touchdown and then um, the other fat one the, the ravens 10.1 yeah that yeah. one i was also like scary i could see the ravens beating them early like up three touchdowns and then it's just like a backdoor cover. how many blown you know I mean? second half like, leads did they have last year that's what yeah like they always blow like their defense better this year, but they always blow second half leads. Same thing, the Eagles can't score in the second half. So I do like your thought that like, hey, they might go out there lay it on them early, and then the second half, like, just like in the Super Bowl, they'll just lose it, you know, or or at least close the gap. So yeah, so those are the picks, and that's the whole pick them. So we'll keep everyone posted on where we're at for that. Um, after Boomers next week, we'll probably go over it. Oh yeah, before the preview. Oh, boomers are back! Wow, I'm excited for yeah, next dude. Week. I'm so excited. <laughs> the juices are flowing. I'm ready to go. I hope, honestly. I was running out of jokes and puns for the same ten players, so <laughs> we'll see what I got in the bag. But uh, but yeah, you they'll be it. back. They'll it. be back. And then quickly, let's just wrap up for anyone who's still listening. Let's preview some uh, some G Men Cowboys. Any initial thoughts, Bo? Well, 
you know, you say for anyone who's still listening, I'm pretty sure this is the part where they fast forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'll put the timestamp um, in the description. My thoughts are if the Giants are legit, we should go out and beat the Cowboys this week. And if we don't beat them, we damn well better make it fucking close. Because last yeah. year, the Cowboys and the Eagles really had our number. Um, I think our defense is much better than last year. Uh, it's really going to depend on these rookie corners like Kendra Hawkins and Deontay Banks be serviceable all year. Now, are we going to actually be able to stop the run? Um, are we going to be able to stop the fucking slot receiver position? Because you know, like you were alluding to earlier, like CeeDee Lamb is probably going to play in the slot a ton, right, against Adoree, and like, can we actually stop it? Um, and then on offense, like, you know, the Cowboys have a good fucking defense. Like, you have Demarcus Lawrence and you have Trayvon Diggs and they have fucking Vander Esch's big dumb fucking Micah linebacker Parsons. neck thing. They have Micah Parsons. Like, this is a really good... The Cowboys are topping down a very good team. So it's like, if we can't beat them, I need to at least see that we're we on hang. a level playing field. Yeah. Um, And so then it comes down to the offense. Like, hey, do we have a legit number one? Is DJ ready to kind of continue where he left off last year and like can he go out there and like really carry an offense and like hey like in our retooled offensive line is evan neal playing better is is michael schmidt or how do you say his name michael schmidt or whatever yeah if yeah if he is he gonna actually be the center that we've been missing since fucking chris knee yeah or chris knee is or sorry sean o'hara Sorry, I always get them mixed up because they're fucking both somehow related to Tom Coughlin. But, um, you know, there's a lot of question marks. Like, I feel good about the Giants, but it's like there's so much that, like, we're just trusting that Dable and, yeah. Shone and Shane know, like, know what they're doing. So, like, I would love to see the Giants this year win nine games again and show that, like, hey, we are building something. And the best way to do that is you got to go out there and you got to be competitive every fucking week. And I mean, we were competitive most weeks last last year. Um, and that's, Except for these guys. That's what we're banking on. I mean, the way it goes awry is, again, the pass rush versus your Evan Neals and then JMS. I mean, he, he's the center. It's his job to call out these stunts and not get confused and not just... Like, we can't just allow the three and outs due to just like a eight-yard sack or like... Agreed. a strip fumble any anything anything catastrophic like we need to avoid like that that that's how you get behind the eight ball like for the giants and honestly any team is just punting the ball away quickly and i mean they're gonna be able to move the ball we'll see how mccarthy does calling the plays he says he's got 35 percent of his playbook has never been seen before so we'll see how that goes is that like when he said that all offseason he's been in the data room learning how to use analytics and yeah then he came out and he was running the ball on first down so we'll see how that goes um their their starters haven't played <laughs> all preseason so, so i'm he hoping said that they, yeah he's a he's he a fucking that? putz <laughs> that's so funny what and a moron then, yeah, the rookie corners against the receivers, obviously a little scary, but I mean, we kind of hung around with them on that Thanksgiving game without Adoree Jackson and uh, McKinney as well. Like, we had, like, Fabian Moreau and shit. Like, the rookie corners are going to fuck up. It's just part of the position, unless you're Sauce Gardner. Um, but I mean, it, just nothing catastrophic. Like, keep it in front of you and 
don't get beat on the release too too terribly um i i think the offense so we just got to be smart like i don't know if play action is gonna gonna work really like we we may or may not have time back there like if you want to throw the ball like fucking have your reads to waller hit him and hit him on the slants like you use the passing game as an extension of the run stay ahead of the sticks like we we just can't be in obvious passing situations against this pass rush i mean Rain. it's just a recipe for disaster um you can't mccarthy and just run it on first and second down and just be sitting there in a third and eight like we watched that for a decade it just cannot happen if we want to beat them go out punch them in the mouth throw the ball and get it done um i'm not fully end of the world if we lose the game um we can't get pantsed like we cannot get embarrassed that would obviously suck very badly but at the end of the day it is just week one like win or lose obviously win it's a great start lose it's a bad start Uh, really uh splitting the atom over here with my analysis but um but yeah it's a long year but i it would be such a nice kickstart to really say okay we're not going to get dicked around by the division anymore and i mean if if we take care of the division games then i I don't i don't don't think nine's the ceiling at all i think 10 or 11 is i mean if we're three and three in the division like or four and two like we're really cooking with gas um and then we'll see how the other teams go like the the ones you're marking off as wins on a schedule before the year like those teams can randomly be good and then the ones that are guaranteed losses like you can go in and beat them like who the fuck knows how san fran's gonna be like maybe we start them and then like last year we're like oh the lions easy win and then they turned out to be a decent team you know so we'll see how it goes i mean that's kind of been the theme of the pod it's just let's see how week one goes i'm obviously fucking excited it sucks we gotta wait all day for it it sucks that everyone's gonna be watching but hopefully we give them a show and get it done one and oh yeah yeah i'm very i'm very 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 much looking forward to this year and and i'm really really hoping that the don't let me down g-man this is the most excited i've been about a year since probably let's say 2012 or 2016 maybe um so let's just improve let's get better let's even if we don't even if we don't fucking make it past the first round of the playoffs like let's just get back that's that's all i'm hoping the for. team the team's better so it's like I, again uh, a storyline that's just beaten to death is just us regressing to the mean it's like us like winning these games is five point underdogs and squeaking out like one possessions like those are for whatever reason like uh, a knock against us like winning close games is just a good thing like i, I don't I, I don't recall them it was being the same thing with some the lucky last year too. But this like, wasn't some like lucky bullshit like Josh Allen fumbling at the one like for the Vikings like they, they and sixty one yard field goals like we we lost some shitty ones too like and I, I mean and we beat the Vikings when it counted like I, I don't I don't equate us to them um, I think we did a lot with very little and now we have a little more so like I think those one possession games like. I see Arizona in week two, like, beat them by 30. Like, I don't think we're, like, a fuck-around team anymore, like, when Agreed. we're going against shitty guys. Like, that's what I want to see, too, as well as well, just hanging with the big dogs. I need to see what we did to the Colts last year. Like, when we're playing bad teams, we yeah, don't play down beat to them. competition. Beat them, we throw for 300 yards. 30 points. Yeah. 
Exactly. So, I want them to be laughers, so... so. I don't expect this to be a laugher. I'm excited. I I am scared because we do believe, so we can get hurt. We can get hurt very badly. Yes, we can. Hmm? I said yes, we can. (laughs) But we'll see how it goes, Joe. But but yeah, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Good luck, everyone, and uh, enjoy the season. Bye-bye. All right, thanks. Fuck you, Wells. (laughs) 